Hello, everyone. I thank you so much for joining us here on the Meditation Circle. Uh, It's super exciting to be working with everyone that joins each and every week and also creating the archives uh, so that we can be fortified during these difficult times so that we can remember that we are actually in an apprenticeship here, you know, as we are experiencing and navigating this uh, physical existence as spiritual beings that when we can remember the truth about who we are and that this is all about growth and learning and development we can remain in power and we can stand in our truth and so this is why we're doing this and it's super fun to uh to do this uh using such a delightful book um and this is reverend ike's uh wonderful book and he is, is the, uh, the master of the science of, uh, of spiritual living and the science of positive psychology um, mixed in a wonderful way in a type of a Baptist Christian way, <laughs> which is kind of fun. And it's something that many of us can relate to. Uh, so and this week um, in chapter 11, um, our, our title is From Possibility Path to Reality Road. And I'm just going to share the screen so that we can begin the reading um, of our book. And then we're going to uh, move through the processes of um, looking at a lot of the, the questions to kind of think about, the quotes that he offers. And then we'll close it off with a meditation. And um, this meditation is going to be around uh, your three most important goals. So I just invite everyone um, listening and watching in the archive um, to take a second to just jot down the three most important goals or objectives that you currently have in your life. And certainly we're, we're never done. You know, we're always going to be striving for more and bigger and better uh, things according to where we are in our lives in any given moment. But for right now, pick the top three, and that's what we're going to be working with. So I'm going to go ahead and share the screen so that we can uh, move through the book. Okay. And so does anyone want to volunteer to start the reading of our uh, chapter 11 in Reverend Ike's book, Science of Living Principles? Anybody? I'll go ahead and start. So chapter 11, From Possibility Path to Reality Road, Dr. Reverend Ike. Okay. So with God, all things are possible. Mark 10, 27. All things are possible to him who believes. Mark 9, 23. A science of living principle. When you believe in the presence of God within you, you become God in action. Now, this is super important because, you know, as as you know, we've been moving through uh, Reverend Ike's book for a few weeks now. He is really keen on nailing things with repetition to make sure that we really, really get it. So really keep that in mind that when you believe in the presence of God within you, you become God in action. All right. 
And so with God, all things are possible is a fantastic statement. However, this wonderful realization is a blank ticket and will get you nowhere unless you fill it in with faith by deciding and affirming exactly what you want. All things remain possibilities until you define what you want and by faith make reality out of possibility. It's not enough to believe that all things are possible. You must decide what you want and by faith and action, make it a reality. Do not stop at believing that good health is possible. Decide that you shall have it and it will become a reality. Do not stop at believing that happiness is possible. Decide that you shall have it and it will become a reality. Do not stop at believing that love is possible. Decide that you shall have it and it will become a reality. Do not stop at believing that success is possible. Decide that you shall have it and it will become a reality. Do not stop at believing that prosperity is possible. Decide that you shall have it and it will become a reality. Possibilities are no good until they are made into reality by faith and action. Where there is no vision, people perish. Proverbs 29, 18. In unborn possibilities, unlimited possibilities are sinking birth through the mind of man and woman. So these, these visions, you know, that um, people seem not to have are why we tend to perish, why we tend to not reach our goals. There's so many possibilities that are unborn within us because we don't have the vision. We don't have the belief, the faith. And oftentimes we don't decide on what we want. And I think that's really the, the point of this particular chapter. And he's really going to dig it in deeply. That unlimited possibilities are seeking birth through each and every one of us. And he says, Yeshua said, all things are possible to him who believes. Mark 9, 23. I want you to notice something in the above verses of scripture, because there's something between the lines here. He says, let me tell you what I read between the lines. Noticing that with God, all things are possible and that all things are possible to him who believes, I get this. The person who believes is God in action, 
I'm going to say that again. The person who believes is God in action. Now, do, do you think that we're saying that, that we're all God, the divine creator, the source of all creation? No, no. What he's saying is that, is that when we believe, we become the hands, the feet, the mouth, the eyes, the body of God making these things happen. So we kind of like, the way I see it, we, we become the physical embodiment to actually bring these things forth as avatars, if you will. Yeah, we, we become God in action, that active force in this 3D for that divine source of creation. Yeah. Your oneness with the infinite is your basis of power. The greatest delusion of mankind is that he thinks he is separate from God. And that's the only sin there is. Because once man believes that he is separate and apart from God, once man believes that he is not the son of God, that he acts like a son of a gun. <laughs> and every other sin comes from this delusion. So if one believes in his oneness with God, then all things are possible to him. That's a big one there, that's deep. <laughs> but when we believe that we are separate, when we believe that there is a disconnect between us and our real source, that's when we start acting crazy, I think. <laughs> we start doing all those things that are called sins, yeah? When we think that we're separate, we have a belief in lack, that there's not enough, that we're all out here on our, on our own, right? That, that we have to lie, Maybe we have to steal or cheat or, or hurt others, or we got to get it all now and take it all because there's not enough to go around. And so all the sin, the, the, the jealousy, the, you know, whatever negative emotion that comes from a fear of lack, that there's not enough of something, it all comes from that desperation that we, we got to do it all by ourselves. <laughs> but this is a delusion, as Reverend Ike puts it here. It's something that is an absolute lie. Yeah. So if one believes in his oneness with God, then all things are possible to him. We can see that connection now. Because then there's this faith in what's really real that we're really not alone and that we do have someone within us, beside us, all around us that actually has our best interests at heart. Hmm. God does not know you as something separate. The infinite does not know you as someone apart from itself. Say that to yourself and focus your whole mind on it and say it in this way. 
The infinite does not know me as someone apart from itself. God believes in me. And you see, when you as an individual expression of the infinite believe in the infinite and the infinite believes in you, there is a connection of faith and power that is unstoppable. Say to yourself, I believe in God and God believes in me. And so I am unstoppable. You know, what jumps out to me right there, we we're looking at that word I am. It's, it's a present, present tense of the verb to be. And in the scriptures, you know, it tells us that, that that's God's name, I am. And also that, that the nature of God is, is creation, is beingness. And so we tie all of that together. And, and this is so beautifully placed here in this book that, that that I am, that nature of creator who, who is who I am, when I speak the truth about myself, anything I put behind it, and I speak it with faith, it, it has to be. Because that is me being one with the infinite. The use of that verb to be as right here and right now in the present, I am. Not I will be, I could be, I should be, I could have been. No, I am. And that just ties it up together in a knot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I am unstoppable. Does anybody want to pick up from here? With your off and running? Anybody? Okay, I'll continue. <laughs> I, I, I will. I will. Did you? You want? Okay, good. Yeah, sure, sure. Go ahead. I'll try okay. to keep up with you with the arrow. <laughs> okay. Um, you're off and running. This belief is the starting point of making reality out of possibility. This is knowing the basis of your power. Your oneness with the infinite is your basis of power. And Jesus, the individual, kept telling us of his identity with the infinite father. Hey. Mm -hmm. I can't see anything. Oh, you, you can't see anything else? No. Uh, okay, I'll finish that, the next sentence then, because okay. I, I can see it. Okay. Dur during all the miracles that he performed, while he did his good work, he kept saying, this is my father working through me. The father that dwells within does the work. And when you believe in the presence of God within you, you become God in action. When you believe in the goodness of God within you, when you believe in the mind of God, the intelligence of God within you, you become God in action. And all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Through the door and up the path. 
You know, if you believe in yourself and you set forth the positive thought and positive action, the door of opportunity will swing open for you. Doors close in people's faces because of their attitudes more than anything else. And when doors open, they open because of their attitudes. So you have to develop the proper attitude, accept the possibility of the good which you desire, affirm this to yourself. I accept the possibility of, I can't, I can't, I can't oh, I'll finish it because uh, I can see it fully. Um, I accept the possibility of the good which I desire. An interesting thing happens once you accept an idea. Once you accept an idea in your mind and you open your mind to these right ideas, an inflow of other correlating ideas begins to take place. Everything you need will begin to come to you, but you must first accept the possibility in your mind. Go ahead. Accept the possibilities of the good which you desire. One step at a time. First of all, in making reality out of possibility, open your mind to the possibility of good. After you do that, see the good already established, perfect and complete, with the eye of your mind. Then you will be connecting. Okay, then you will be connected by God and you to the right people and your faith will compel the right ways and means and propel you to right actions. And then he says, check your map because you know we're traveling on a path here. We, we high-stepping <laughs> from possibility into, oh, the reality of the outcome of whatever the good that we desire. And I, and I don't know if you can read that, so I'll go ahead and read that one. Um, uh -oh. I always get letters from people who are not only making reality out of possibility, but in some cases are practically making impossibilities happen. One such letter was from a young man in the South. He had been writing me for two years concerning his life sentence that he was serving in prison. He wrote to tell me that the impossible had come to pass. The judge had ordered him discharged. He is home free, discharged from a life sentence. You see, when you believe in the possibility of good, when you believe in the power of God within you, you can make even the impossible possible avoid dead end roads why is it that people always find it so easy and so simple to believe in the possibility of evil rather than the possibility of good i keep thinking about the young lady i spoke to when i walked down the aisle at my church she said to me rev ike i wrote to you and asked you to pray for me can't see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. To get a job. And Rev. Ike, I got that job this week. And immediately she started crying and said, Now, Rev. Ike, I want you to pray for me that I don't lose my job. She just 
she had just received a blessing, but right away began thinking about the possibility of losing it. Watch that. Yeah, watch that. Ooh. Ooh. Now, and I know everyone can relate to that. We've all done it, right? And you know what that's about? Mm. The, the way he phrases it here is a, is a belief in, in evil versus a belief in the good, right? A belief in the evil possibilities rather than a belief in the good possibilities. Well, I tie this back into a belief in lack. See, she's so steeped in this belief of lack, of having hard times, and it probably won't last, and waiting for the other shoe to drop, and, and oh no, right? There's this strong belief in not getting your hopes up, right? And focusing on preparing for the worst. But that's counterproductive as we're seeing. Because it is your belief, it is your faith. Is That's where the power lies. But the key here is where do you place it? Are you placing your faith in the bad thing? The thing that you don't want? Or are you placing your faith in the good? The good that you want? You get to decide. Yeah. You want to continue? Things to think on. I want you to think for a moment about the three things that you desire the most and write them down. Say to yourself, what are the three things I, that I desire the most? And if you can't stop at just three things, keep listing the good you desire. Make the list as long as you want. Believe in the possibility of these things and you will become God in action. God will begin to act in you and through you and ask you to bring about the materialization of that good which you desire. Now, I asked each one of you and everyone listening uh, in the archives to write a list of those three things that you really want the most right now. And this is exactly why I, I asked uh, you to do that because this is what we're going to be working on in our meditation. Now, Reverend, I asked you to make an extensive list and just keep going, don't stop at three. But for today, in the meditation that we're going to be utilizing, I wanted you to stop at three for now. Um, but of course, I know everyone's list is so much longer than that. Okay, but before we go into the meditation, um, I wanted to, uh, to read the quotes to remember and also to do the affirmative treatment here. This is a mind treatment that gets our minds consecrated and prepared for the inner work that we're about to do, okay? So the quotes to remember are, are those scriptures. Um, All things are possible to him who believes, Mark 9, 23. And also, if you believe in yourself and set forth with positive thought and positive action, the doors of opportunity will have to swing open to you. And that's a quote from Reverend Knight. So the affirmative treatment to get our minds ready. And I'd like you to just repeat it silently after me, each phrase. And 
get it deeply inculcated into the mind before we do our work. I open my mind. I open my mind to great and happy possibilities. I open my mind and make a decision about the good I want. I visualize what I want. I see myself being, doing, and having the good I want. Thereby, I make reality out of possibility. So right here and right now, I just invite everybody to get yourself comfortable. Now, if you're driving, don't do it. <laughs> do it later when you're listening to the archive or watching it. I just invite you to just settle back and just close those eyes. I'm taking a few deep breaths, breathing in for a count of five, and exhaling out slowly for a count of eight. In, two, three, four, five. Out, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, in, two, three, four, five, out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and just continue breathing. And allowing that breath to just be natural, rhythmic, and normal. And I just invite you to see yourself in a beautiful room. A beautiful space that's just ideal for you. One where everything is as you like it to be. And if you don't see things that you like, add them with your mind. And anything that you would prefer not be there, just remove it with your mind. Because this is your space. And just begin to notice the beautiful light coming from a doorway. 
It may be a white light, a golden light, even a rose light. Just follow that light into that room. And when you enter that beautiful space that's filled with that beautiful light, I want you to notice a beautiful ornate table with jewels encrusted in the wood. Perhaps a crystalline surface that's smooth. And in this beautiful light, you can see three sheets of paper on the surface of this table. And I want you to notice which one draws your attention. Which one of those three sheets is calling to you? And certainly it could be the one to the far left. Might be the one in the middle. Or the one to the far right. I want you to just pick up that one that calls you. And as you read it, notice that it is your most important goal for right now. The one that you desire the most right now. And as you read that desire, that goal to yourself, I want you to get an image in your mind of it all ready having happened now. Right here in that private inner space, you have achieved that goal right now. Begin to notice how things look to you in the midst of this positive goal, this outcome having already happened for you. Notice a tingling in your body of satisfaction, a sense of peace down to your very soul. All the wanting, the desiring, the longing is gone because it's here now, it's done. Notice how things look to you from this wonderful, 
possibility that has now become reality. Notice the sounds that are associated with this success. Notice the thoughts that come into your mind now that you have it. And I want you to bask in the gratitude for having achieved this. Allow yourself to feel so grateful that you almost shiver because of it. And allow that feeling of gratitude to grow and become bigger and bigger and bigger. To the point where you don't know if you can handle any more gratitude. That perhaps your eyes are welling up with tears. Your heart is so full of gratitude. And just breathe in that space of overflowing thankfulness, satisfaction, appreciation. And just allow it to lift you. And just begin to see how this came to fruition from reverse. Just watching and noticing the wonderful successes along the way that led to this. See them from that place of gratitude. giving thanks for all the people, for the guidance and intuition, for all the doors that flew open synchronistically, for the financial supply, for everything that led up to this success, this joy. And just give thanks for each experience along the way that led up to this outcome. Giving thanks and allowing the vision of it to show up. Almost as if you're reverse engineering 
seeing it unfold in reverse. All the people, the experiences that you could never have thought of that just showed up. Give thanks for them. And allow your heart to become so filled with gratitude about it all. Knowing that this didn't happen by mistake or accident, that it was all made possible by your faith, by your decision, by your remembrance of who you really are, one with the divine source of all creation. And take a deep breath to fill yourself even more with this gratitude for all. And just exhale out slowly. As you allow it to recalibrate and raise your vibration as you exhale. So that as you return to your day, you carry this with you everywhere you go. You see things from this new vantage point. You hear things from this new outlook. You experience life from this new magical truth. That all things are possible to you simply because you believe and you know who you are in God and God in you. And one more deep breath. And when you're ready, you can go ahead and open those eyes. All right, that was so good. That was good to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. A whole new way of seeing yourself and your part in it. Of course, you're going to reach your goals because you remember who you are. Of course. And full gratitude for that. For me, gratitude is like, it's like food. (laughs) It's like nourishment that's needed. Yeah. I mean, I I think about gratitude, it's like you're vibing with whatever it is that you are grateful for. You're becoming one with it. Gratitude is akin to, to love. Appreciation is all tied into that. And you know how you feel when you're appreciated. Oh my goodness, doesn't it want you, it makes you want to give more when you're appreciated. 
So how different for the divine source when you appreciate? Makes me think about a line in the color purple. Remember Suge Avery told Seely, <laughs> talking about the beautiful colored flowers, those purple flowers. They, they were just beautiful and purple because they just wanted to be loved. <laughs> they wanted to be appreciated. And everything is just better with gratitude. Yes, it is. Oh, yes. It is. Oh, it is. Wow. And so anybody want to share from their experience? Certainly you don't have to give personal details about it, but but maybe just the feeling of it all. Maybe some some epiphanies or some intuition that showed up by hanging out in that place of gratitude. Um, I would like to share. Sure. Can you hear me, Tam? I can. Okay. Um, so, Tam, I, I do want to first say thank you so much because I have been thinking about what I want for a couple of days and I just like you helped me visualize it clearly and I want to say first off thank you very much you're doing the most wonderful work my pleasure <laughs> and um you know I what I realized was um what I wanted most was real estate and in the sense of building my own home first and then helping going out and to help others. And so I cried during the realization of that. It's just some, you know, I've had real estate before, but it, it was just getting my own situation settled and built so that I can help other people do the same. Kind of like being in an airplane and, you know, the stewardess wants to train you on, you know, what to do about the oxygen mask. I mean, you got to put your own first, right? right. Or right. help others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Anybody else have any, have any feelings that came up? Any, any revelations at all? I had a sharing uh, as well uh, and yes first of all thank you for for doing this just week after week and really pouring into um into the into the collective right like what you do is so important um i was thinking about uh what you said in terms of this is sort of at the beginning of our session uh repetition right and repeated gratitude or at least a a sense of gratitude kind of just reinforces itself in the same way that, for instance, like misery would, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? It, yeah. It's self-reinforcing. But misery is defeating. Gratitude uh, is elevating, right? So I remember, um, and I'll, I'll share my goal in a sec, but I remember uh, just being very, very um, elevated and having a lot of gratitude, even though at that certain time in my life, uh, there were a lot of quote unquote deficits. Like I wasn't working or anything like that. Uh, but I was just so grateful. I'm like, oh, I'm grateful just to have this time and, you know, not be losing money or anything like that. And, and just be focusing on the things that I really like. And I remember something happened. And this is 
just like uh, Dr. Ike had written, or Reverend Ike had written, there are no accidents, right? Uh, every, everything comes from the cosmos, and everything um, is based on natural law, right? Divine law. And I was just walking up the hill, um, and I think I had earplugs in, uh, wasn't really pay paying attention to the surroundings. And I couldn't really hear much, right? Um, and something, maybe it was a voice or an intuition, but there was like a guidance, an inner guidance that said, stop for a few moments. So I stopped, <laughs> right? And a pickup truck came peeling out of the driveway. And I, I mean fast. Like, um, it wouldn't have been able to stop if, if I kept walking. And I just remember, I'm like, that, that wasn't me. Like, I didn't, wow. I didn't decide, or I didn't, like, have the intelligence to be like, oh, it's a, there's, an, there's this hidden intersection coming, I better stop, or I better, you know, peek through the, the bushes or whatever. Um, it was just a guidance, right? And, and that came from gratitude, because I'm like, oh, at that time, certainly, and I, I've got to remember to, to do this now, I was just like, oh, dude, everything's fine. Like, I'm, I'm part of the all. I'm part of the universe. Nothing's going to happen to me, right? And if something does happen to me, it's part of the divine, um, the divine order, right? And I think that that gratitude and that perception is what allowed that to happen. So, gra yeah, gratitude is... I mean, for anything, gratitude for, you know, sunlight, gratitude for uh, plants, right? Gratitude for water, gratitude for, uh, you know, your, your partner making dinner or whatever. It's it's all the same, right? It's it's, it's the same energy, the same vibe, like you said. Um, and then, you know, as for my desires, like, I know that with the intention and the effort, there's always success. Right? When something's missing, when the intention is missing, right? When you don't believe, even though you want something, you want something, but you know, you have uh, doubts, right? Then your intention is lost, right? And you're and you're probably not going to make the same effort that you would if you were convinced that this thing is yours, right? And it's just waiting to to be there. That's all. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. It's. Uh... It's, it's really amazing, you know, when we, when we do remember these truths and we do live them, there's a flow, isn't there? There's a real flow. And so that's why this repetition is so important because we are forgetful beings. <laughs> we forget every day, especially when we become stressed. Maybe we become a little fearful right well maybe a little concerned you know if things are going to work out for ourselves or our loved ones um something doesn't quite happen the way we really wanted it to happen in the moment but something you said there and something from a movie i was watching um that you know no matter what it is all things are for the good they're always for the good the the, the outcome is always going to be we may not understand in the moment we may be like little spoiled kids that I didn't get what I wanted right now <laughs> and it didn't go away I wanted right now however there's so much more than we can ever see or fathom 
and that everything is happening for the greater good. And things always turn out better than we could ever have imagined. And especially when we're able to keep our vibrations high in the truth. And the truth is just that there is abundance, that we are connected with the all. We are the all. The all is us. <laughs> and that when we can remember that with that attitude of gratitude, you know, living way up here <laughs> rather than living down low, <laughs> because we do tend to attract, you know, that which is vibrating wherever we are. And that speaks to our power. You know, with you vibrating in that high place, even though everything it wasn't lined up the way you wanted it on your little human perspective, right? You were still grateful in the larger scheme of things. And that allowed you to tap into that intuition, you know? But hey, if you were hanging your head down low and focused on what's wrong and what ain't working and what I can't have and, you know, that's wrong and it's not fair and so on, there's no way you could have even heard that intuition. So it just behooves us to keep the faith no matter how things are looking. And, and as you said, you know, have that belief, you know, you, you've set your intention, which is directly tied to a uh, decision, right? And doing the actions that you were guided to do along the way, fearlessly, and knowing that it is possible for you, that it is going to be real for you. Because I have a belief that anything, anything that you put on your list there, and that would be what? There are three of you right here, right now. Those are nine objectives. Each one of them already exists on a timeline. There's no way you could have ever, ever thought of it or desired it if it didn't exist somewhere. Now, it's for you to become one with it. And as you experienced in this meditation that becoming one with a thing is deeply tied with having gratitude for it, even before it shows up on the physical. <laughs> Love that! This stuff just gets me so high. <laughs> yes. Can we, can we see that? That... You know, and, and you, um, Daniel, you turned me on to um, Billy Carson. And he speaks about the quantum entanglement quite a bit. And that is where you are vibing with whatever it is that you desire. You are right there with it. You've become a vibrational match for it because you believe and you know and you live your life as if it's already done. And part of that whole thing of living as if something's already done is holding the gratitude for it being done. Yes? Yes. Yes. <laughs> because shoot, if it ain't done, you ain't gonna feel gratitude, right? But we understand the real science behind it. You gonna vibe with it and align yourself with it. Thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful. And then that's that.
<laughs> I love it. So how about let's go through the review questions so that we can do this repetitively and get it deeply entrenched into our minds. So first question, why is it not good enough to believe that all things are possible? You guys remember? Why is it not good enough to believe that all things are possible? Remember that that's a blank ticket <laughs> that you get to fill in, right? Yeah, you get nowhere unless you fill it in by deciding and affirming exactly what it is that you want. Yeah. The strongest affirmation we now know is gratitude for it already being here. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Number two, what does decision have to do with making reality out of possibility? Well, it takes us back to Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision the people perish, right? That decision, that intention, that's your vision. And that's the main thing, because there's all kinds of possibilities out there. You got to identify it, and you got to, I, th I think of it as nailing it. You got to nail it down with your decision and your intention. It's like, oh, well, you get to have everything in this room. So which one do you want? <laughs> you got to decide. That's a big one. That's one of the hardest things that I see in my practice is um, people deciding exactly what it is that they want. That's a tough one. Number three, read between the lines of the two Bible verses at the beginning of this lesson. And what is the revelation when you read between the lines of those two verses, right? Where we're talking about, anybody remember those two verses? All things are possible. And then the other one. Well, it's Mark. Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, they were they were in they were both in Mark, Mark, right? And so it's all things are possible with God, and there's all things are possible to him that believes, right? right? And so what he was getting at is that when you believe and you know that things are possible. That means you become God in action. Now, you're not the almighty God, no. No, no, no. But you become, again, the, the action taker of God's will. You become the eyes, the hands, the feet, the mouth of God creating in action. Right? Okay. Four. 
What happens when people believe in the possibility of evil rather than the possibility of good? Well, because you're powerful. What you believe is what you begin to create. That's just how powerful you are. And so you get to choose how you use that power. You can use it to experience the lower forms of life, the less satisfying, the pain, the suffering, <laughs> or you can choose to experience the joy, the satisfaction, the love, the health, the wealth. You get to decide. And it's really predicated upon where you are focusing your attention and your intention. That is your power. We are powerful beings. Yeah. So we don't want to misuse that because it does not behoove us. Okay, number five. What are unborn possibilities? Here's a clue. I've, I've interviewed lots of people on my podcast through the years and talked to people. And um, in my church ministry, we did a lot of work with elderly. And do you know that people regretted most? Here, here they are. They're, they're really up in age in their 90s, 100, you know. And it wasn't what they did that they regretted the most. It was what they didn't do what they didn't do more of because they were afraid that somebody was going to get mad, <laughs> that it was going to be too hard, that somebody wasn't going to like them because they did it, right? So those unborn possibilities are all the beautiful things that you can experience, inspire others with, achieve, do, have, be that you never even stepped up and put your foot in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's so much. We're all so awesome. We just got to step up. Yes. All right. And number six, what is the one sin that brings about every other form of sin? Hmm. Remember that? Oh, I remember that we are, we believe that we are part from God yeah. instead of being one with him. Yeah. And so, so Stacy, can you give like an example of that, of, of how, you know, how being separate from God can lend to the, lead to the other seven deadly sins? <laughs> right. Hmm. Um, believing in like our own power so like um one believing that god like they were able to get their own job rather than giving thanks to god for providing that job mm -hmm. yeah and and sometimes just just relying on our own 
you know i mean certainly we do need to make the decision we do need to make the physical 3d actions right towards things and have the proper attitude you know but when we forget you know who we are when we forget that god is in us and that we are in god well then a lot of times we can we can really default into fear and and get that get a what lose the job that we engineered on our own right because we left right. God out of it right that ego the acronym for what edging god out <laughs> <laughs> right so here we are we're thinking that i'm all alone i got to do this all on my own then our creations are going to have a lot of flaws aren't they when right. you think about it there there's un underlining there may be some some things that were uh, demonstrating a belief in lack you know like maybe the person engineered or or did a mojo to get that job but they were getting it from a place of scarcity and desperation do you think that's going to last for long no probably not <laughs> you know however but if they believed that that the the right job the, the highest job that was going to allow them to demonstrate the most good in the world right and and the job that was going to help them to express their most creativity and and all of these beautiful things they were um, seeking employment from a place of gratitude and joy and the higher vibrations not from fear that job was going to be more satisfying right and it would probably lead to something even more because of the place of its inception yeah yeah so all of that thinking that you're separate from god leads to all kinds of fearful behavior and fearful creations hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I just I love all of you and I thank you all for being here and participating. Um and I just have a confession to make that yeah, yeah, I do it, you know, because I want to to pour it pour it out to the world and and I I want people to be encouraged. I want everyone to be their very best. But I'm a little selfish with it. <laughs> Cuz a lot of it is for me too. <laughs> Cuz I love community and I love sharing and getting the feedback and and just everybody putting their minds together and feeling together. I love it. And so I'm a little selfish. <laughs> But I, you know, if if no one else has anything else to share, any anything come up for you guys? Um please go ahead. Um otherwise we'll go ahead and close out for this week. And uh you know, if you don't have anything else to share, we'll close. Thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you very much. Nice. So welcome. Absolutely my pleasure. All right. And I I thank everyone for joining us this week. Um please be on the lookout for next week's and um check out the archives on the Patreon page. You can go to patreon.com um, forward slash beyond hypnosis. Um, you'll also, uh, you may find this on YouTube. I'm a little slow about putting a lot of these things on YouTube, but on YouTube as well. 
um, at the Beyond Hypnosis TV uh, YouTube. Subscribe if you haven't and comment on things that you find um, supportive and helpful. Um, but until next time, peace and blessings. Peace and love. Bye-bye. Peace and love. Bye-bye.